0: Warning, the following program contains subject matter not suitable for a younger audience. It contains offensive language and opinions.
1: Stop it! You're acting like a child! Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, discuss,
0: and dissect. Alright. No normal mind can imagine. I'm
1: gonna die
0: here. Aren't you drinking?
1: I never drink. Why? Fucking dead bastard.
0: And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike
1: Mike and Jeremy. Jeremy.
0: (laughs) We are Fans of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome, we are Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. I am Jeremy. And we are here for the second part of our Gateway Horror Countdown. How you doing, bro?
1: Doing good. Uh, Looking forward to the end of uh, the homeschooling. Looks like I'm going to be going back to work pretty soon.
0: Nice, man. I'm definitely, definitely psyched about the end of being a teacher. I was not cut out for it. And I give mad props to any person in that profession because dealing with one child in school is torture i can only imagine having to deal with a classroom full of kids and i feel like it might be karma for the way we treated teachers
1: it it could be i also feel like kids act differently in a different environment too than in a safe place at home because she's comfortable with basically telling us to fuck off in a nice way
0: fuck off in a nice way. Speaking of fucking off in a nice way, we got a little bit of angry feedback because of our first half, the top half of our Gateway Horror Countdown. Uh, It was pointed out to me that John Waters was not in Bride of Chucky. You dumb fucks. He was in Seed of Chucky. This is from M.W. Petro. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Ugh.
1: So, you Google it after the fact, didn't you?
0: I knew I was wrong and it was bothering me, man. I'm our <laughs> biggest fan. I'm our biggest critic.
1: That is too funny.
0: Yeah, so I think we just need to jump into this one. So here is the top five. Gateway Horror. In three, two, one, five. one. <laughs> five. Number five. Now... I'm putting an asterisk on this one because I saw it as a child. Doesn't mean that your child needs to see this. The Monster Squad. A bunch of kids fighting your typical universal monsters. You got Dracula. You got the Wolfman, the creature from a lagoon. It's not the Black Lagoon. We can't (laughs) can't say that. You get Frankenstein's monster and the mummy
1: absolutely i mean that's a that's a favorite of our whole family
0: yeah i would say 10 and up the language is pretty bad there's the whole bullying thing there is a good amount of violence and kills there's a mm-hmm. little bit of a racy scene with a uh, a camera and a really cute moment when frankenstein's monster Sees his mask, like they buy the dime store Halloween mask, oh, yeah. and he's like looking at his face. He goes right. scary. A little, little heartbreaking right there, and his bond with with the uh, the girl was was very, very adorable. The hell was her name? Phoebe. Phoebe the Phoebe. <laughs> Mom said you gotta let me up. Don't be chicken shit.
1: So my number five, I went with Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: I've still not seen this movie, even though I believe in another episode you told me to watch this movie. I did.
1: My six-year-old loves this movie and went on a phase where she just needed to watch this basically every day.
0: That's pretty cool. My daughter actually has seen this movie. We put it on, and I I fell asleep.
1: I mean, she was walking around singing the frickin' songs, if I remember right.
0: This is Halloween, this is Halloween. <laughs> Marilyn Manson does a pretty good version of that song, actually.
1: I don't know why, but I feel like I sang that in, like, elementary school.
0: I don't think you did. Or
1: uh, something similar to that.
0: <laughs> I don't think this movie came out until early 90s? Late 90s?
1: Yeah, so we still we still could have been in, like, 5th or 6th grade. I mean, that's Are you lying about still, your age? You know,
0: Okay, number five for adults. It Follows. I haven't seen that one yet. It's really good. It's about an STD. Awesome. A sexually transmitted demon. (laughs) Oh, that's pretty much exactly what the movie's about. So this girl loses her virginity to her boyfriend, who turns out to be a fucking asshole, who drugs her. She wakes up, and she's tied to a chair, and he's explaining what happened someone infected him with this demon type entity and you can only pass it along through sex and that separates you from the demon it's like uh six degrees of kevin bacon except with sex demons so no matter where you are there's always that demon following you until it kills you and when it kills you then it's going to kill the, you know, the last person that was cursed with this. It's kind of like VHS tapes in the ring, except oh. with penises and vagina. It's a, it's a really good movie, and the way I describe it makes it sound like horribly sexually graphic, but it, it's not. It's, it, it's a good <laughs> horror movie. There is a little bit of sexuality in the movie, and there's nothing wrong with that. But no, it's a good movie, and I'm sticking with that. So, all
1: right, my number five, since there were multiples of these movies on lists that I saw, I went with basically almost any Hitchcock movie. Anyone? Like, I mean, Psycho is a North pretty good by movie. North by
0: Northwest. Okay,
1: all right. So, I'll rephrase, because, I mean, you got, like, um, was it Rear Window, I think it was? Um, Psycho, The Birds.
0: The Birds was one of the first movies I saw, like horror movies that I saw, along with Psycho.
1: But I feel like you can always go back to, like, those classic ones because, I mean, they're not crazy scary. I mean, they might be a little freaky, but, you know, it's, it's prob- those are probably good introductions.
0: Yeah, they're tame for nowadays standards. It's not like you get the right. Rob Zombie white trash family swearing at each other and then girls ripping off their shirts and titties flopping everywhere. <laughs> it's more subtle horror. Yeah, he has, I mean, a great catalog of movies. Vertigo. Uh, Rope. Yep. actually saw that in film class. And it's supposedly done in one take. I mean, you can see where there are cuts. Obviously, great director. Right. I would suggest any of his movies. Or television series. Okay. Number four. Who are you going to call?
1: Ghostbusters.
0: Yes. So, I believe it's rated PG. I would suggest there's a couple scenes that you might want to maybe talk loudly during. Because... Uh, Younger kids shouldn't see it, but it's it's fairly family-friendly. I mean, they based an animated yeah. series off of this, which was one of my f- favorite cartoons ever. I watched that. As soon as I got home from school, I'd be eating my Ghostbusters cereal watching the real Ghostbusters. They had to call it the real Ghostbusters because someone tried to bank on the <laughs> Ghostbusters oh name, and it was like a couple of fools and a monkey or something. So
1: do you remember, remember those old, um, like those book fairs at, at, like, our elementary
0: schools. Yeah, you get, like, the catalog, and you get to, to pick. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So, I remember ordering, I'm like, oh, my God, Ghostbusters, So So, I had them order me, like, a book, and it came back with this fraudulent Ghostbusters shit, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, it wasn't even, it wasn't even, like, close.
0: Yeah, so that's... I was so mad. It was pretty bad that they had to call it the real Ghostbusters. It's like when you, like, see someone on Twitter, and they have to be named, like... The real celebrity. Because someone else is taking their name. But the movie, the only scenes that I... I mean, Bill Murray's trying to get in Sigourney Weaver's pants the whole time. And when she's possessed yeah. by the dog demon, she she's trying to get it in. <laughs> so, that I mean, at, at that point... But, I mean, that stuff flew over my head when I... Oh, well, not exactly. I, I, I kind of got it. But other than that, in uh, Dan Aykroyd getting ghost head... So-
1: when I was a kid, this is the way I took that scene. You know, he's in bed and the things like floating over him, and then like he just see like his eyes like roll in the back of his head. Like I mean, obviously his he's, belt like, undone, his pants, it, like unzip, yeah. his pants like on. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> and then you know, his eyes just roll in the back of the head. I always saw him like, oh, he's just passed passing out because he's scared of a ghost.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no, he was uh, involving himself in a little bit of undead fun. <laughs> Yo, you could say he was busting that ghost. Busting makes me feel good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, so my, my number four, I went with Beetlejuice.
0: Nice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Let's just get that out of the way. Beetlejuice?
1: One of my favorite movies. Michael Keaton in that whole Tim Burton era. This couple dies. They want to scare people out of their house.
0: Right, so they call the exorcist for the living.
1: But yeah, so they can't scare them out themselves. So they get this, you know, this exorcist to to try to do it for them. And it just turns into a big Harry Belafonte dinner party, which makes them want to stay.
0: I mean, if I was haunted by good Calypso, I believe I'd want to stick around too. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's a fun time. It would be. Now, there are, I mean, a few scenes that, might be inappropriate for a child to see but when i saw this as a kid i i feel like that all shot over my head
1: yeah i didn't think anything of it anyway i mean i watched it no problems
0: and it's not too scary but it has all the elements that a a budding horror fan will love right i mean what's
1: the scariest thing the sandworms
0: beetlejuice turns into a snake and tries to kill everybody
1: see but i always thought the sandworms were freakier yeah
0: i mean that's beetlejuice's biggest fear Yeah, I thought it was suicide. That's what scared me. (laughs) Number four. For adults. Ready or not.
1: I'm still yet to see that.
0: Featuring one of our past horror babe of the month. Samara Weaving. Gets married into a Richie family. They are very well-to-do. We've got a big old mansion. And they have a tradition. When anyone has a wedding, they play a game. And there's this box thing that... You pull a card from, and that determines what game you play. And she, unfortunately, picks hide and seek.
1: I remember, I remember seeing the uh, the, the previews for this, and it looked it looked really funny.
0: It, it is humorous. There's a good amount of gore, but it's light enough. And Samara Weaving plays such a badass that I think any casual horror fan can can dig it. I mean, I loved that movie. Yeah,
1: it's definitely on my uh, on my to-watch list. I have a list of, like, 20 movies that I'm trying to catch up on.
0: I mean, I went over this whole list with, with my wife when I was trying to narrow it down, and she gave a big thumbs up for that one.
1: So my number four for adults, I went with Misery.
0: Misery loves company.
1: And two-by-fours.
0: Misery loves two-by-fours. Oh, fours. my God. See, even if you haven't seen the movie... You know that scene. You know that scene, and you know <laughs> your left fucking ankle is just hurting right now thinking about it james conn can kathy bates
1: can i say kathy bates in the last probably 10 years has turned into one of my favorite actresses of all time
0: yeah she has played a lot of great roles
1: so yeah basically you know she plays this super fan of james conn who's a writer and his car i forget did he, did he wreck or the car died anyway he gets stranded yeah he's, like in the he's of stranded in
0: maine and he uh slips off the road
1: and so she takes care of him because he's kind of banged up
0: very nice of her to do
1: yeah and she just doesn't like the way he, he I think what he, he killed off a character I believe
0: yeah I, I believe uh, his book series was something right. misery and so
1: she basically held him hostage until he rewrote it
0: she also doesn't like all the dirty language that he uses in his books it's true yeah so she wants him to rewrite the story the way she wants it and I feel like this is really pertinent for people to watch nowadays because anytime there's something people don't like, they start a petition and, oh, they want all this redone. The whole last season of Game of Thrones, do it again. I didn't like it. My person didn't win. Boo-hoo.
1: I didn't think the ending was that bad.
0: I mean, the thing that gets me is if a character dies and you get really upset about it, doesn't that speak volumes for the writing? Yeah, it does. Because you cared enough about that character that you were upset. That's important. And if everything plays out the way you think it's going to, isn't that just boring? Yeah. Yeah, so Misery. Great movie. <laughs> great book. So my number three for children, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. The <laughs> Bio Exorcist
1: bioexorcist yeah
0: that's what his business card said so yeah uh, I mean just to recap on this a little bit also at home drink we got a double it's a horror comedy it's pretty tame it, there's the whole joke that if you commit suicide you become a civil servant in the afterworld and seeing some of the like the the model with her wrist slit uh, you get the flattened guy who must've got run over by a a truck or something like that was more humorous than it was scary. Uh, (laughs) Michael Keaton definitely drops a hard F bomb. Nice fucking model grabs his dick.
1: I love (laughs) This kid, this kid I worked with a few years ago. I'm like, you remember that part, right? He's like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't remember that at all. So, you know, I let him borrow the DVD. He's like, holy shit. Like, I don't remember that. I'm like, yeah, he goes, nice fucking model. And he kicks the tree
0: yeah and uh he's definitely trying to come on to gina davis he actually gooses her at one point yeah he does other than that i feel like it's pretty pretty safe not for young young kids obviously but pg-13 keep that in mind
1: so my number three for for kids ghostbusters
0: that sounded like a game show And not the the Ray Parker Jr. song.
1: Probably my favorite movie of all time. Wow. I mean, I was obsessed. I saw this in... Well, I'm sorry. I was at the theater when it came out. What? So I'm guessing she... I'm guessing my mother... So I was three. I'm guessing my mother brought my sister (laughs) to like see the movie. And so... Maybe she couldn't get a sitter. I don't know. But so I saw this in the theater for about a minute and a half. <laughs> so, you know, obviously the library scene where he goes, get her.
0: And,
1: and apparently I buried my head in my mother's lap for the entire movie.
0: I mean, that scene scared the Ghostbusters. They all ran out of the library. They were all like, fuck this.
1: <laughs> and it ended up turning out to be one of my favorite movies. And I still watch it constantly
0: great movie obviously a lot of good quotes get thrown around from that movie all the time yeah number three i went with something light uh an anthology so i went with the original creep show which is wrapped up with five tales it's george romero and stephen king together power team right there five great stories and i think for a casual horror fan or someone that's just trying to get into the genre they're short enough that you can handle them and they're five completely different stories it's like almost like five different genres almost because you got a little bit of a creature feature you get a little sci-fi type of thing you get a revenge flick and it's just a good time and the way they pull it off like it's an old school tales from the crypt Type comic deal, like one of those pulp magazines. It's really fun. Leslie Nielsen as the jilted lover killing his wife <laughs> and the guy she's having an affair with, who's played by Ted Danson. I mean, awesome movie. I think The Crate is by far my favorite story out of the Creep Show series. So, Creep yeah. Show, you got part one, you got part two. Tales from the Dark Side is loosely. Uh, Creep Show 3. I would suggest all of those. But Creep Show part 1, do you know that they spent $125,000 of their budget on cockroaches? Jesus. Yeah, for that last segment. I guess it's 50 cents for a cockroach, and they had a lot of them. You at home can do the math. But <laughs> Jesus. Ooh. Wow. That's.
1: Uh, so, my number three, I know you had this further down your list. But I went with *Shaun of the Dead*.
0: We're coming to get you, Barbara. Coming to get you, Bob. Great movie.
1: I love this. It's just so fun. I, I love. I don't know why I got so much satisfaction out of them stealing Pete's car.
0: <laughs> I technically didn't steal it. He was also, dead. He doesn't. He doesn't need it. Pete. Pete. Oi, prick! <laughs> you in there?
1: You alive? <laughs> I love. I love when they come out. They come out of the bar, probably like three in the morning, and they're just freaking, they're singing or whatever. White lines. They
0: see, they, Grandmaster Flash. Oh,
1: that's right. And then they see bar. what they think is like a drunk person, a drunk person like down the alley. Like, really? Could
0: have said bass. <laughs>
1: But a fun, fun movie. Great cast.
0: Great soundtrack. Yes. Fun, fun, fun. Kill the Queen. So, for my number two for children is a movie that I actually subjected my daughter to. My wife was away on a business trip or something and we put my son up to bed and we did our own little movie night and we watched Hotel Transylvania.
1: We actually had this discussion on our way home today about how much like we love those movies.
0: All three of them are a really good time. I mean, obviously, it's a animated, lighthearted comedy, but all of the jokes are basically horror-related, and it's all of Adam Sandler's buddies, and you can just tell they had a great time making the movie, and it's basically Dracula is uh, got to come to terms with his daughter growing up, and... Any father can relate to that. And it's a really cute movie. And I would say it's safe to watch with a child of any age.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's great. The second one is my favorite, but I do love, I do like the first one.
0: I think part three, that and whole again, DJ battle was awesome.
1: That, that was pretty good. Yeah, no, we, we go around with a joke of like, blah, blah, blah.
0: I do not say blah, blah, blah. I only say it when I say I don't say it. Uh... I know a lot of people hate on the Sandman, but I got to say, I enjoy all of his movies. We've actually put Lunch Lady Land into our musical rotation because we've started getting the kids oh, yeah. to eat regular food instead of pizza bites. And you got to have some of the Slop mm-hmm. Sloppy Joe do the Sloppy Joe Slap Sloppy Joe. Those at home I don't know that I did the bones. hands when I was singing. The Sand hands. Uh,
1: so this one, I haven't actually seen yet. What? It was How are you gonna suggest a movie did, you haven't even seen? I mean, I've seen the previews for it, and I know I'm gonna get shit for
0: it. You've seen the previews; you must know the whole movie. Oh, you're one of those guys.
1: No, but it it looked like something, and we tried to get Lily to watch it, which was uh, Goosebumps.
0: Okay, we actually we watched this before Zombies Two aired. We were waiting for it. No, Goosebumps was on a different channel so we watched it. It's it's not bad. It's cute. You get Jack Black being a goofy guy and a bunch of the characters from the Goosebumps series.
1: Right I mean I used to I used to read the books as a kid. I enjoyed them. I was a big R.L. Stein fan but it was it was something I thought it would have been you know a great way to introduce her you know, to those kind of movies. I just we just never got a to chance to see it but i still think it's you know a pretty good one to to have them see
0: no it was definitely a a fun kids movie how about the theme song the Bumps? remember that remember the show
1: oh yeah
0: all i could think of is the dog with the glowing eyes <laughs> <laughs> all right so for adults my number two the lost boys
1: great great movie amazing
0: soundtrack oh, great soundtrack I don't know what I was going to say. The, <laughs> the ladies will love sexy saxophone guy. As any time that the <laughs> internet brings up the Lost Boys, you talk about Michael, you talk about Kiefer Sutherland's character, and the saxophone guy when they're playing the Echo and the Bunny Man, their version of Strange, strange Days. People are Strange is the, the yes. Doors song that's covered. Fun yeah. fact about that movie, the name Michael gets said more times in this movie than it did during my whole childhood when I was in trouble. Michael! Michael. Michael. It's just rice, Michael. <laughs> and it, it's This it rice turns into maggots. And then back to rice. Great movie. You know, I, I really love this town if it weren't for all the damn vampires. It's lighthearted enough to get casual fans into it, and it's gruesome enough to get everybody else. It's fucking super awesome. If you haven't seen it, check it out.
1: So, my number two, I went with Night of the Living Dead.
0: Okay.
1: Isn't that where half of our opening, like, sound clips are from?
0: <laughs> yeah, so a couple of those samples, yeah, are from the original Night of the okay. Living Dead. I mean, it is one of the best horror movies of all time.
1: I mean, would you consider it the original zombie film? Not at all. Okay. The first like mainstream like
0: uh popular one yes probably yeah i, mean, I think it, it definitely brought zombies more to the forefront of culture a little bit anyway i mean zombies but, still had a long battle true but now zombies are wicked cool i mean we've got a disney series well not a series but i mean two movies about zombies and it's still about social commentary you've got The guy who wants to date the cheerleader, but he's a zombie. Like, ugh, Addison, you can't date him. He's a fucking zombie. Zombies are pale and have bright neon green hair. I mean, that's gross. They eat cauliflower. Ooh. (laughs) I'm in zombie land. You're in zombie land. I gotta stop. I need help.
1: (laughs) It's okay. That soundtrack's on my Spotify (laughs) All right.
0: It's just... So I know I'm not the only one that has to hear those songs on loop.
1: Oh god, no.
0: Alright, well, that brings us to the top spot. Number one. On my gateway horror for children, Hocus Pocus. I
1: honestly was... I saw that. I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times. My wife loves this movie. I I usually turn it off if it comes on Oh,
0: You're a horrible horror fan I mean this is one of the movies That you gotta watch Halloween season is not complete Unless you've got pumpkin spice Out your ass and hocus pocus On the big screen I mean Sarah Jessica Parker Going amok 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 (laughs) It's a really It's a really fun movie It takes place in Salem Massachusetts That's a hop skip And about a 120-minute car ride
1: during Halloween season yeah at least it'll take you two hours just to it'll take you just two hours just to get into the friggin' center of town
0: Salem is a really fun place to go in October any time of the year actually oh, yes. to check out the the witch museums and whatnot but definitely during October that is another world I'm sure the residents of Salem hate people like us mentioning how fun it is to go during October but uh yeah no it's a it's a good time and the only thing about this movie that is a little bit weird besides the the younger sister saying oh you'll, you'll like yeah, yeah that girl because she's got yabos isn't that what you call them yabos <laughs> and Then Vanessa Shaw childhood crush right there but he's a virgin talk. Because a virgin has to light the black flame candle, which resurrects these 300-year dead witches who want to suck the life force out of kids so they can become youthful again. I mean, that sounds scary, but it's it's a very tame movie. If you haven't seen it, they're actually making a remake. I don't know how I feel about that because it's such a classic, but I'll check it out because that's my duty to cinematic history. Duty. You really laugh about me saying duty. Oh my god! You but said, yeah, so the said, so the whole dude. virgin talk. I, I imagine that might be an uncomfortable conversation you might have to have. You know, what's a virgin? Uh, it's a it's a type of cell phone.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 not something you want to have at that at that that age that conversation.
0: No, but uh, that's another movie that my daughter's actually seen from this list. I would definitely say check it out.
1: My number one. Number one. We've already discussed. I went with Monster Squad.
0: Yes. Woo! Wolfman's got nards and apparently so does Jeremy.
1: <laughs> no, this is just a just a fun movie. The monsters aren't scary. I mean, like you said there there's some the language and there's some scenes that are questionable, but for overall, I mean, it, it, it it's fun and I I think most kids, you know, should be able to handle it.
0: Yeah. Besides the deaths, the language, fun, fun movie. Definitely one of my first horror movies that I watched on the reg. So yeah, on the reg. Two thumbs up for that one. If I had three hands, I'd give it three thumbs up. <laughs> that was so. Sh- Your
1: adult number one. Dude.
0: number one. My adult number one. I'm gonna have to go with a Wes Craven classic. <laughs> I want to see if you... yeah, Scream.
1: I figured you were going to go there. Cause I'm, like, I'm like, if you're going to go with Nightmare on Elm Street... I'm like, eh.
0: <laughs> Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, maybe not the first movie you should watch. But definitely no. classic. And by today's standards, not that bad. But no, I went with Scream because of how uh, self-aware the movie is. Obviously, if you haven't seen the movie, you've heard people talking about it. You've probably heard one of the quotes. It's such a great
1: movie. Oh, it is. And it, and it basically... It was kind of like Wes Craven's resurgence.
0: Yeah, not even just his, but for the slasher genre. The slashers slashers in general. Yeah. I actually brought a first date to this movie, and I can't remember her name. I really tried to think of who the hell it was, so I don't think there was another (laughs) date. So maybe it was too much for her, and she might have been disturbed by how much I loved the movie. You know, a lot of people think it's weird when you cheer death. It's like yeah, that was so fucking cool. Oh, uh, uh, you going to get a soda? Okay, can you grab me some popcorn? Half hour later, I'm still waiting for my goddamn <laughs> popcorn. Where did she go?
1: <laughs> so my number, number one, one, Return of the Living Dead. What? Yep.
0: Okay, I could see it because it's funny, but wow. I think it's fun. There's just absurd
1: acting from mostly from Burt, and um, Burt's
0: Bert, hilarious. I mean. <laughs> How about the Linnea Quigley dance? Yes. If you're just sort of on the fence about horror, I mean, that should just shoot you right into the yard, all in now.
1: I don't know. I mean, if you're if you're a grown adult, this movie. I mean, it's a cult classic. It's fun. I think there's a lot of hilarious parts that kind of offsets the, you know, the horror part. Why not start there?
0: It's a good start. I mean, I saw that when I was probably too young to see it, but I mean, it was a TV version. So you know, Freddy's jacket said TV version. Didn't
1: say fuck you.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, it is funny. But the horror is horrific enough to make it classic. I would definitely say check that out.
1: I mean, who knows? Maybe my list is all fucked up, and people are like I don't want to watch any of this. But it was my it, it was my list.
0: Yeah. So
1: everyone has different you know tolerances and things like that.
0: Yeah. Do you have any uh, runner ups?
1: I had quite a few actually. I had um, for the kids list. I had um, Coraline. Okay. Which that one? I mean, that's pretty freaky. I mean, just like the claymation animation. I went back and forth with Gremlins, but I figured eh, that's probably a little too much.
0: Yeah, I was gonna mention it, but you know me, and it's a Christmas movie.
1: It probably you know, it could have gone on the uh, the
0: adult side. I saw it as a kid. I love that movie. Although the whole thing at the end There may be a gremlin in your house Like I like shot like My legs up onto the couch And I was just like fuck
1: And it gives you lessons in responsibility And not feeding your animals after
0: midnight You've got three rules I mean that's not so hard Can you not Get your pet wet How do you clean The mogwai How are you supposed to wash it that thing must stink like a nasty ferret. Oh shit, they stink. Oh, yeah. And then don't feed them after midnight. And no.
1: Bright light. Another one that I went back and forth with was um, scary stories because I mean, it, I mean, it's based off of kids' books.
0: Those books were scary, man. As a kid, like some of them. Like looking yeah. back, they're like, well, that was stupid, but like they were creepy as hell. I really enjoyed that that book series, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark.
1: And I thought they did a great job of the movie. So what about you? What'd you leave off?
0: Uh, well, I crossed off a lot of stuff, but one I did want to mention, which is technically not horror, but when I was a kid, I thought it was scary. Jurassic Park. It's like a creature feature.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I mean, oh, the first one, it got a little wacky right. after that.
1: And- we, um, You and I saw one of them in the theater. I- I believe. It was it was it was alright. Was that Lost World?
0: I don't I don't remember.
1: So I reached out on social media to see what you know people thought, you know, were good gateways to get people interested in the genre and stuff, and I actually got a response on Facebook from Brian Recluse, who suggested this YouTube show called Nostalgia Critic. Okay. So I had never heard of it before it's it's a youtube show from 2007 it's um created by rob and doug walker it's like it's dark dark comedy they, they go over certain things it's not always like hard but they go over a few different like horror movies and just satirically just rip it apart
0: yeah you sent me a clip earlier it was really funny with the uh the fake plush animal uh, yeah which was oh, loosely shit. based off of like Munchies or Critters or Gremlins or like one of those other '80s movies that they geared towards kids. That was really funny. Cause
1: it, cause it's the '80s and we just want to make money.
0: '80s was a different time, it was, man.
1: Oh, he it, it, it makes me a little unnerving when he stares, watches me sleep, but he likes to watch Peter Pan, so it's okay.
0: <laughs> Is that a grenade? Hey, speaking of YouTube channels, there's a great YouTube channel that I think you should check out. Fans of the Dead, we got our recipe for disasters up there. Our latest episode almost up to a thousand likes already in a couple days. Yeah, is that, that was, is that, that good? Pretty, I, I think that's pretty. good. Yeah, so check it out. It's Give us a couple us, thumbs anyway. up. Drop a comment. Come on.
1: So you can also find us on Facebook, Fans of the Dead. Most recently, uh, we are now on the Instagram.
0: We're on the, Fans the, Gram. Of the Dead
1: One. We're on the Graham fans of the dead one
0: we're also on twitter Uh, at fans of the dead one you can reach out to us at fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com drop us a line suggest a movie or a topic that we can rip up we'd love that we'd love to hear from you subscribe like comment we want more interaction Uh, what do you guys want
1: I'd love to hear what people want us to do
0: I think that wraps it up As always, have fun, be safe, peace.